Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, a music discovery podcast where we pair music with meaning. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. Just a phase by Incubus. going man you see any uh good movies i feel like i just saw you like a couple days ago i guess technically you did nothing new i uh worked yesterday you finished king of the hill i did i did finish king of the hill and i need like a new i need something to like tide me over before jojo comes back which i'm so ready for jojo's to come back dude this villain this villain is scary what what did the estimations like supposed to be like April first or something or like early April? I think so. That's the assumption. I don't think really anything's ever been has been set in stone. Yeah, nothing I've seen. Do I look super pale? You look really tan. Do I? I'm not even. I'm on the audition file. Oh, <laughs> I do. What the fuck? Yeah, why are I'm you not this tan? Um, did you actually have a pick? I do. I have you came pick. up with one? I still I can't. Genius gave me nothing. Yeah, like, there's really nothing there's, on Genius. There's nothing about this song. I I honestly, like, make fun of my critical thinking skills all you want, but I am not 100% sure if I know what this song's about. I mean, I can guess some things. I, and It's pretty broad to the point where, like, it is very... Uh, um, you can like interpret it in a different way. I'm gonna pull up the lyrics. As yeah, that's well. that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, there's just a phase by Adam Craig. Like, cause like you can argue that oh maybe it's like a panic attack coming, or um, there was a comment on that genius thread. Somebody made it um, made a pretty interesting comparison about like trends in music and pop trends like that like that's just a phase um i think it's like pretty open for interpretation i mean it's good that it's open to interpretation because then Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to be super strict to adhere to anything right that makes sense you go first uh, since you're (laughs) um you want me to go first? I mean, like, you, you don't have pres- to say your pick yet. I don't, we, mm-hmm. but just talk about the music. Oh man, I've been listening. Like I've been listening to this song since probably sophomore year of high school. Um, it's just one of those things. Like it's like one of those things you stumble upon. Like you buy a CD. Like I, I had a CD player in my car as well as like a lot of other people. But I'd always buy like a CD from Best Buy because it's like, oh, I know this band. I don't know anything off that record. Or it's like, oh, I like that one song, but I don't know the other 13. And that re- that CD was one of those kind of examples where it's like, oh, I like the song. I think it was Warning. I think it was the title. And I was like, I like that. So maybe the rest of it, it's good. And this was one of those songs that kind of just like really stuck out. <clears throat> 
to me, it's kind of like it's like a three act structure or like a three course meal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because um, you kind of have like the initial build up. Like you have like the first act, which is like the first verse and the chorus. Mm, hold on. How do I explain this? I mean, the way the way it's kind of structured is mm-hmm. it's not, you know, hit them in the I'm stomach and then like, jump away. Right. I'm also thinking like very sonically too. Maybe not. Okay. So it's not really a three act structure. It's more of like a two parter. You have this like creep up to this like moment or what, what would you call it? The climax of the song. The first verse builds up to that first chorus, which like doesn't have that impact, you know, that punch. And it's like one of those moments where you like, you, you like think you're going to throw up kind of deal, <laughs> but it doesn't come up. <laughs> I don't know. It just like it, it, to me, it has like just such a really good punch to it. You know, it's coming. Yeah. You know, it's like a jump scare in a horror movie, but even when it does happen, you're like, oh, that, that felt good. Right. You know, there's like a good feeling to it. So you, you said you started listening to this when you were like 13 or something. Oh, uh, I was a, is that how old you are in sophomore? I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, not 13 then. Probably uh, no, 15. 15, probably 15, 16. It's really when I started driving. Oh, yeah. 15, 16. Because by that time, like, cars had aux ports that you could, like, use and hook your phone up to, but I didn't have one, so I had to, like, do CDs or mix, you know, burn uh, mixtapes and stuff like that. So I'd buy, like, a CD um, every other week at, like, Best Buy and stuff, because that's, like, kind of that end of that CD era. Yeah, dude, aux ports were really short-lived, man. Like They weren't that good. They really, like... Like, the sound quality really wasn't that great, but it was cool because you could, like, hook your phone up, you know? Right, right. Yeah, because, like, I feel like they started doing that when? Like, 2012? Maybe 10? Or was it... No, it had to be 8. I think 8 was the year, like, all cars started having them. Oh, wait. Probably, like... Like, new cars. Yep. 7 later. Yeah, 7 and later. Yeah. Um, I mean, my car has an aux port, too. I just use the, I mean, I use the Bluetooth, but I mean, they're still like really standard or I think they're in every car. Yeah. I think I have one in my center console, right? Now. Okay. But it's right next to one of the USB jacks and the USB jack is so much cleaner audio. Yeah. Even yeah. dude, like when my phone first, first, uh, hooks up to Bluetooth, you know, when you first get in the car or whatever. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you turn it on and the song starts playing always. Um, it sounds like shit when it's, and then it like, you can tell immediately once I plug my phone in, yeah. it like just the sound it's quality better. jumps yeah. so much. Up. Sonically, it's just more full. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't feel as distant. That's the one thing I don't like about the Bluetooth. Cause you do lose that kind of oomph to it. Yeah. It's like if you're driving around with really nice speakers but you're just going through bluetooth it's not even worth it right you're like defeating the purpose yeah you might as well have this the stock you know and stock's usually pretty good too Mm -hmm. now anyway (laughs) i miss uh like while cars were having before i got my car once i graduated 
mm-hmm. and was able to get my own. Um, I was driving around a bunch of cars that didn't have like even CD players. I was hooking up the tape, <laughs> you know, the tape with the cord that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sounds so ridiculous. Those are popular too. Because a lot of cars in like the mid to late 90s still had um, tape, you know, tape decks, which is crazy. Yeah. But my dad still has all his cassette tapes and they still sound super, super good. You know, it's just if you take care of it, it'll be good. You'll be fine. Tapes were cool. I liked tapes. Yeah. And they're so, so goofy, but yeah, they, they're cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't collect them, but I've seen people collect Mm -hmm. them and that seems fun. It makes more sense to me than collecting stuff like VHS tapes where like I guess aesthetically yeah. they're cool, but they take up a lot of space and the it's not like it's good picture quality like Laserdisc or something. Right. So Right. Anyway. That's just my thoughts on the song. I think it's very it's got, it's got definitely has its like defined sections of the song. I think a part of it can like be equated to not lyrically, but like sonically, kind of like a panic attack because you have that anxiety building and then it doesn't hit. And you think it's going to be good. And then the anxiety builds again and then it hits. And then like when the, you know, the big crescendo happens and the music just gets quicker and stuff, it's kind of like that's like the panic attack. And then eventually you calm down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. I love that because mm-hmm. the first time I listened to it, because I, I hadn't heard this song before, like you think just for a second that it's just like everything's going to just hit because mm-hmm. they they like hold it for a second it's just a and you're like oh yeah. they're about to go hard right now and then it mm-hmm. and then they just kind of like softly instead of like jumping over right. you they s- slide under you it's kind of like starts from square one again you know mm-hmm. but yeah that's a very good point they're really it's really good at faking you out almost i like the slide under you thing yeah yeah. That's a good analogy. See, and since I don't have a pick yet, this is helping me kind of figure it out because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we're looking for something that's a little longer, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have an immediate climax, but... Has a hell of a payoff kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my pick is, it's a little too on the nose, but I think if I can explain it for like a minute or two, I think it makes sense. Also, if, if you don't know what this is, it's going to be like super, super hard to explain. But I think you, I think you might have known what it was. Is, but, is um, it a movie, game, show? It's a video. It's a video game. Video game. Oh, you're two for two on video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took this very literally, like yeah. a phase, like it's a short period of time kind of thing. So I kind of took that literally. So, my pick, did you ever play a game called Jack 2? We've got a baron to overthrow, a child heir to protect, an invasion of metalheads to stop, and a city to save. Did you ever play Jack and Daxter? I, I know of it. I didn't play it a lot. It's a platformer, though, right? Right. So in the sequel, you get like this really like a, you get this ability that turns you into like I wouldn't say I guess you look like a demon and you're just like you know enhanced strength, enhanced speed, stuff like that. 
It's literally a phase of time where you are like at your heightened rage and anger, kind of like in the song. Right. It kind of builds to that, you know, concoction of just noise. So that's kind of like what came to my mind when I was... Um, <clears throat> so specifically Jack 2? Yes. I think that is my choice. J-A-K-2. Yes. Okay. Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know... Oh, Naughty Dog made it. Yeah. I didn't know they were around. I want to say Jack and Daxter was like a launch title for the PS2. Oh, so they've okay. been around for a hot minute. Yeah, it's the second game in the Jack and Daxter series and is the sequel to Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy. Yes. Two's fun. Two is really fun. It's made by Naughty Dog, published by <laughs> Sony. So that makes sense why. Yeah. It was definitely a console exclusive. It was never on Xbox. It was the counterpoint to Ratchet and Clank because they came out around the same right. time, their first games. So they were the foils of each other, if you want to. So, put what, it that what way. would you say the, the abilities are like? Can you go more into detail, like what the gameplay is like? So, it's a 3D platformer. And in the sequel, so in the first one, it's like a collectathon. Right. You know, you have to get your jiggies and your, you know, your music notes, um, your bananas, you know, but <laughs> the equivalent for that universe. And then the sequel, they kind of made it Grand Theft Auto for kids that aren't old enough to play Grand Theft Auto. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Gotcha. So you lived in this, like this world and you have que- you have missions that they send you all over. You can hijack cars, you can just attack random people, you get guns, stuff like that. And then the story, you're like experimented on, and you basically become like the Hulk in a sense. You're really quick, so you just fly around the map, scratching the hell out of every enemy, because you're like nails, like, your nails um, increase in length. Huh. It's kind of like that. Looks cool. I'm going to look up a trailer. Let's see what the... It was very edgy because the first game was rated E for everyone, and the sequel was rated T for teen. <laughs> so like, I had to convince my mom to like buy it for us. Oh man, I love this era of graphics. Mm-hmm. It was like a little more advanced than the like sixty four, mm-hmm. but still simple enough to where it's not just like overcomplicated. Yeah, which is r- like you don't realize how that kind of sometimes changes a game until you play like a remaster or something right you know like for example halo 2 like the remaster you don't see stuff as well like the gameplay direction is uh lost when you really when you get that quality i i mean i feel like it is because so are the colors not as vibrant when they yeah make yeah because you mm. know they make it more realistic Cause the and grunts and jackals like pop right the point yeah, they I pop mean, out, and even yeah. even like the blood is like more more vibrant, maybe? vibrant. Yeah, sticks out. This looks cool. It's I'm probably. I mean, running. that game was fun. That game was really really fun. My brother and I loved you know loved the hell out of that game. It looks fun. He's like jumping around, kicking stuff. It's essentially, it just kick the shit out of things. It's an interesting pick. 
I'm still thinking two of mine. Two for two. I'm two for two on the fucking video games, man. Yeah, I mean, video games are good. My only consolation is that this could not last forever, even though you're singing and thinking how well you've got it made. Man, I keep on, like, leaning towards something. Mm-hmm. Because the vibe... That sounds like a panic attack. That sounds like a panic attack coming, just that lyric alone. Yeah, yeah like he's about to explode, and then he doesn't. He holds back. So do you, would you say that's like anger? Like, or It could fear? be rage. Yeah. It could be... It could be I could... Uh, I guess I think I would probably lean more rage, but I think fear, you could argue that as well. And he's like... I just wouldn't know how to. He's going to be like, this is going to be over soon. It's just a phase. Everything will Mm -hmm. be better as time passes. Mm -hmm. So he's like stuck in a rut. Um, You know, maybe the repetition of life where he's stuck in like just... He's stuck in this place. You're working through it. Yeah, I'm working through it. It's going to come to me. I'm just trying to like... I don't know. This one didn't really come easily to me like last week. First, that really trips me up and gets me really just confused on which direction I want to go. It's called women's intuition. But I think I'm onto something here. Temporarism has been the black plague and the Jesus of our age. I know that I sound opinionated, maybe biased and quite possibly jaded, but sooner than later, they'll be throwing quarters at you out on stage. So I'm going to go with something. Let's see. He sounds like an old soul. Maybe he is old. He's tired of shit, right? Um, you go on the anger route? Yeah, I think he's a little angry, and he keeps on telling himself that it's going gonna, it's gonna to end soon. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the last of... This is the last of it. I'm on the precipice of something great. Good word. It's a good word. I do like that word. Sometimes I say words that are big that I really don't know whether or not I'm using it correctly or not. Taking a lucky guess, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And usually, I mean, people might be second guessing me, but, you know, but they don't do it to my face. So, right. <laughs> At least there's that. I got it. All right, let's hear it. So I'm going to go kind of the heist route because I feel like this guy keeps on saying that this is going to be over soon. You know, maybe he's telling someone that. Maybe he's telling himself that. He's jaded. He's angry. So what I'm going to go with, and I think it fits, is Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. You said a man want to see me. Alley out back. Can't come in. What is he, white? Oh, boy. So what's the score? Came out in 2021. <laughs> it was last year. Uh, great cast. It was written by Ed Solomon, who did like the Men in Black movies. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Okay. And then directed by Steven Soderbergh. Huge cast of... Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, Amy Simetz? Amy Simetz. Does that sound right? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say it completely. Uh, 
Yeah, she was in the Pet Cemetery remake. I didn't. I thought it was all right, but I don't oh, know. Brendan Fraser's I, in yeah, this. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, Kieran Culkin. I do like Brendan Fraser. He looks happy. And Kanye's Bay. Oh, Julia Fox. Julia Fox. <laughs> and then, so, of uh, you know, if you have like a mobish type movie, you gotta have Ray Liotta oh. in there. So course Good and bill duke is like oh really yeah okay. like dude it's like you recognize every single name in this movie and then uh i'm not gonna get into it but there's like more people that just pop in because steven right. soderbergh is like a god and can right. somehow get all of these big actors to come in right. for just like five minutes right. that's a very good point that's a very good point it's absolutely nuts um let me see if i can find a quick synopsis in 1954 Detroit, small-time criminals are hired to steal a document. When their heist goes horribly wrong, their search for who hired them and for what purpose sends them wending through all the echelons of the race-torn, rapidly changing city. Anyway, I almost went with Logan Lucky, but I feel like no sudden move made more sense. Logan Lucky is also fun. That's a good choice. Logan Lucky or... The one you picked. Oh, no no sudden move. Yeah. I like it. I like a lot. the interesting I like the the mafia kind of heist turn. You went with the song. Didn't see that coming. And it's more it's you know, since the song is like really restrained in the same way I think the movie is as well. It's it it knows how to keep you interested without completely, you know, giving everything away on the forefront. So I think right. it's really great. Well, you haven't seen it, so there's not much left to add. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna have to be one of those I put on my list and just get to it when I can. All right, that is that's the show, Nate. I went with No Sudden Move, 2021, by Steven Soderbergh, and I went with Naughty Dogs Jack Two, came out in 2003. Sweet, I'll go try to play the game, and you try to watch, and the I'll movie. watch the movie. Yeah, it's going to be good. Sounds good. I'm excited. Every Uh, new thing I learn here, I'm going to... It's just going to be something new to enjoy. Right, right. That's the goal of this, is basically just discovering new music and also other new media that no one has tried. And uh, so far, at the very least, I'm discovering a lot of music, which is really fun, coming from someone who just doesn't been stuck in a rut for a long time musically like this guy in the song all right let's see now it's time to pick the song of the week next week we will be discussing flower of sex by merchandise do you know that one no i have no idea ah that's, that's okay cool hell yeah cool. that's I've that's never two in a row this. that you didn't know so i'm yeah. doing good and this one, I've never even heard of the band, so... Yeah, I like... It's like... I like the vibe dope. of this song, yeah. Okay, I like put it in the playlist, and I'll listen to it tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me f- actually find it in my playlist, because I'm, I'm on shuffle. Is there What's a it called? Like, Flower of Sex. Of sex. Oh. Flowers and Sex, or Flowers of Sex? Or just Flower of Sex. There we go. Oh, it's in the playlist. Merchandise is the okay. Is our playlist public? Uh, 
I think so. It's public because I because the option right now is to make it private. Oh, gotcha. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Next episode, we will be discussing Flower of Sex by Merchandise. Follow us on Twitter at Sound Crusaders for upcoming episodes and a link to our Spotify playlist. I'll be back.